Hello, Future Is Now podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Nakamura. I'm so glad that you guys are joining in today for this episode of Friday Roundup. Hope your Friday's going great. I'm excited to get into these couple topics that we're going to be talking about today. But as always, before we get started, I, there are listeners that have not subscribed to this podcast. If you've been listening, that's the best way that you can say thank you. So just scroll down, give me a five-star review. Let me know in the written reviews what you've been enjoying about the podcast. Um, I, I thank you for those that have done it. It's done a great job pushing it out. I also thank you for those that have shared this online with your friends. You know, I, I got a message the other day of somebody that was like, oh, my friend shared this podcast with me. It's awesome. So thank you so much for helping support in that way. As always, this episode is brought to you, number one, by the Laser Fund. The Laser Fund is a fund that I have developed for businesses, for organizations, for people that want to be wise with their money, wise in growing it, wise in stewarding the financial aspect that God has given us. In my opinion, it's the smartest place to put your money. Um, and so I help people every day with the Laser Fund. If that's something that you want to get a little bit more information on, sounds a little bit intriguing to you, then go ahead and schedule an appointment below in the description. You can click the link to schedule an appointment. Also, this episode is brought to you by Theos you. If you are struggling to learn the Bible, if you want to grow deep in your knowledge, but you don't want to pay a thousand, a million dollars for a university degree, Theos U is a perfect platform for you. So cheap and it's so easy to learn the Bible in such a simple way with video formats. Uh, you can use the code FUTURE10, FUTURE10 to get 10% off of your first month. And that's also going to be in the description. But for now, uh, those are the two things that I have for you guys. Let's get into this episode of The Future Is Now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Future Is Now podcast, where you can discover your calling, live with passion and purpose, and learn how to be the leader of the future. We all have a voice that people need to hear, and it's time to get the confidence to use our gifts to better the world. If you're here to grow in the things of God and develop a healthy mindset, you are in the right place. I'm so glad that you're here. So let's get excited about today's episode. All right, Friday Roundup. You know, I have I only have two things that are going on um, that I'm going to talk about with you guys. You know, to be completely transparent with you, um, I have been trying to focus on uh, expanding, which means, you know, I'm looking at doing YouTube videos for you guys and doing more on other social media platforms. So because of that, you know, obviously the podcast is still my priority and still something that I, I, I would love to do. And it's great long form content. You know, it's just, this is just me. You know, I, I don't edit these. I don't, you know, sound bite them or anything. This is kind of just raw, unedited, unfiltered me. And uh, obviously there are people that appreciate that and like that. But I'm just trying different platforms, you know, Instagram and YouTube. And so because of that, um, a lot of times I'm going to take some of the topics and kind of put it in a short form on there. So today we're going to be talking about two things, um, two pretty big things, honestly, though. The first is this, that the Essendon Football Club, uh, this is an Australian football club. There's a guy, Andrew Thorburn, who was hired as the chief executive of this football club. It's a pretty big deal, you know, a big position in executive. He was hired on September 27th. Now, here's where the story gets crazy. He was forced to resign just 24 hours later because of his affiliation with a conservative Melbourne church. So this, we guys, we've seen this in Australia. We've seen the fight for religious freedom. We see the tension building. We've seen um, what they've been trying to do as a government. And 
it's pretty crazy now because this is a precedent now that has been set. I mean, this is probably the most extreme form of this that I, I've read about or even seen. So this guy, Andrew Thorburn, he's qualified. He's competent. Um, he likes the football club. He wants to grow it. He wants to develop it. And he's forced to resign because, because he goes to a conservative church. I mean, is that not the most insane thing that you have ever heard? And this is what I've been saying. All these people that have been criticizing, you know, some of the posts that I do of like, well, you know, because I say, you know, Christians are being persecuted. Obviously, in different capacities across the world, you have the Christians that are being persecuted um, in Afghanistan, right, by the uh, extremist Taliban that are getting hunted and killed. This is another form of persecution. You have, you have people that are losing their jobs, their livelihood, okay? This is, let's, let's not look past this. This is the, his livelihood. This is how he supports his family. This is how he gets food on the dinner table. This is how he pays mortgage, his bills, right? This is his livelihood that we're talking about. We're not just talking about, oh, it's just a job. It's not a big deal. No, no, no. This is, per, this is the definition of persecution, okay? He loses his job because of his affiliation with a conservative church. And uh, the club director, whoever is in charge of this, was quoted in saying this. This is not about vilifying anyone for their personal religious beliefs, but about a clear conflict of interest with an organization whose views do not align at all with our values as a safe, inclusive, diverse, and welcoming club. Do you just feel the irony in that statement? We are a club that is safe, inclusive, diverse, and welcoming except that if you disagree with anything that we think or view, and then you can't work here. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Um, and this is just kind of the precedent, right? This is something now that's like, okay, we got to be looking at Australia and how they um, can totally adapt to this. I mean, we are small steps away, truly, from Australia being a place where it's totally government-controlled religion. Like Australia is fighting for their religious freedom right now. I've talked to a couple um, Australians that are there. Um, a couple actually just moved to the States uh, because of the craziness. They moved to America. and But there's, you know, I still talk with a couple people that are over in Australia on Instagram. And they just have been saying, man, it's just a struggle. And really what we're talking about is we're talking about Christian persecution. We're not talking about religious persecution. I mean, like the narrative totally. Like imagine if somebody got fired because they were Muslim or Mormon or Buddhist, Right. It would, it would make headlines. It would be, oh my gosh, these guys are, you know, uh, um, incredibly unfair. They're, they're hateful. They're judgmental. But because it's Christian, it's become normal now to say, okay, yeah, no, no, that makes sense because Christians believe this, that a lot of other religions believe, right? I mean, what they're, what they're standing on, whatever, as not inclusive or not welcoming, I mean, pretty much a lot of other religions have guidelines. That's the point of a religion, right? So it's just crazy to the world that we're living in now where we are having freedoms that are stripped back. And this is something that obviously that we should be prayerful about. You know, this is something that we should be mindful of. But I believe that there is coming a time where we are going to have to pick, okay, am I going to stand up? for my God? Am I going to, am I going to stand up for my faith or am I just going to take the easy way out? Because I think that time is coming where there's going to be an easy way out to say, ah, not affiliated to, you know, kind of water down the gospel to do all these stupid things that don't make any sense. 
versus saying, no, my God is my provider. My God is my supporter. My God is my refuge. He is my strength. And because of that, I don't fear man. I don't feel what man can do to me because I serve a right and a just God. And I think that day is coming, honestly. Um, you know, Matthew 5, 10 through 12 says, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Hey, oh my gosh, that just happened. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So persecution is nothing new. But it's something that we have to be mindful of to say, okay, because uh, you have to make a, a decision before the heat comes. You have to make a decision of conviction before the time actually comes. Otherwise, it's going to be a lot harder and you're going to want to justify things um, when things get a little rough and rocky. So in my personal life, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm dedicated. You know, I'm dedicated to taking a stand. I don't care if life gets hard. I don't care if people say things about me that aren't true. I don't care if people label me as X, Y, and Z. Because at the end of the day, I know what I'm standing for is righteousness and love and truth and mercy and grace and um, righteousness and holiness. So that's what I'm going to stand on. But that's just a crazy thing that's happening that this guy, Andrew Thorburn, you know, literally got fired because he goes to a church. I mean, that is insane. I never thought that would come out of my mouth, but here we are. And then the second um, thing that I want to cover today is, so if you guys don't know Rabbi Zacharias, uh, Zach Zachariah, um, all the controversy surrounding him. So he's he was like a super famous, super renowned uh, minister, author, uh, preacher, traveled the world. He died in uh, May of 2020. And this is a really sad story because after he died, basically all this crap came out about him, how he would sexually exploit women at massage spas. Apparently he owned a couple. He had relationships and he used ministry as a cover and he paid off girls. And he, it, it was, it's super bad. This all came out after he died. And you know, this was heartbreaking because, of course, it's like, oh, my gosh, another idiot that's making people think that this is what Christianity stands for when it totally doesn't. And all this happens. Well, the four, there was a four-month investigation. Um, it kind of concluded, and it, it basically just kind of confirmed everything that, that people thought. It confirmed what he did. It confirmed, you know, that his organization may or may not have been complicit, all these things. And what I want to touch on here is it is so hard to separate our faith from the people that we look up to. It's so hard. But the more that you're in ministry, the more that you serve God, the more you realize like people are people and some people aren't careful. They don't carefully steward the platform that God has given them and the influence. And because of that, Man, they just fall into these dark places. They they are total hypocrites. They say one thing, they preach one thing, and they do the other. And it's sad because it causes a, a, a world and a faith to question. It causes people to say, oh, well, God can't be real because that guy who talked all about God and look at what he did, right? Hypocrites are one of the, um, hypocrites are one of the biggest 
turnoffs to to atheists, agnostics, those that don't believe, because they 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 think that that's proof. You know, they 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 think that that's a measuring stick when the word of God is a measuring stick, and and Scripture will tell us, the gospel will tell us, nobody's perfect, everybody messes up. You know, and what I want to touch on here is First First Corinthians ten fourteen that says, uh, just to flee from idolatry, flee from idolatry. Idolatry is anything, anything that we put on a pedestal above God or as God. And I think the the message of idolatry is always preached on, hey, if you put anything above God. But it's really, you know, if you put something as God, then that's idolatry. And what people do is when, man, when we're like, when your whole faith journey is based on the sermons that you listen to, the YouTube videos that you watch, the books that you read, the the sermons that you listen to, when when those people crumble, you know, if they crumble, unfortunately, what do you have to fall back on? And that's why I always, you know, people always ask, well, not always, but occasionally they'll ask me, hey, who's your favorite preacher to listen to? And my honest answer to them is always this. I don't listen to preachers. I really don't. I mean, like, what, who's your favorite YouTube Christian? I don't really listen to or watch those. I watch them to do research on like, you know, different things that I would like to do and incorporate into mine. But I don't listen to preachers. I don't listen to messages. I don't listen to sermons. I, I read books and I read the Bible. And the reason I do that is because when I read a book, I'm reading it in my own, um, my own words and my own voice. And I don't want to adopt anybody else's voice. Uh, I, I used to listen to a lot of pastors. I used to listen to Judah Smith and Carl Lentz and Rich Brickelson Jr. And I used to listen to um, all these pastors. And what I found is that like the messages were good, but uh, when I was trying to preach or when I was trying to teach, though their voices tried to come up in me and I didn't like it. I'm like, no, I want to find my voice. And I know my voice is I know my specific voice when it comes to teaching and preaching, it's matter of fact, it's honest, it's truthful, it's sometimes a little in your face, it's a little abrasive, but like I, that's, that's me and that's what I want my voice. So that's why I started reading books because books allow me to digest information and revelation in my own voice and preachers don't let me do that. And I know that's kind of um, ironic for me to say as you're listening to a podcast of my voice. <laughs> But um, that's just kind of where I was at. I'm not saying that listening to preachers is bad. I'm not saying listening to things is bad. It's just for me, um, I would rather read a book. Um, and so all that to say is we can't let our faith be uh, predicated and determined on people because people suck. People are awful, right? Everybody's thoughts are awful. Everybody's, you know, we're just trying to get better. And sanctification is a real thing where there is that separation and there are great leaders, great uh, pastors and people that are leading amazing movements that have wisdom, that have discernment, that listen to the Holy Spirit, that uh, uh, remain above approach that's totally out there in the world. It's just never celebrated. You never hear about a pastor until he messes up. You never hear about a pastor until he's failing. What about all the other pastors that are loyal? What about other pastors that are faithful? What about other all the other pastors that have lit, uh, pastor for 40 years faithfully. Nobody ever talks about that because the world is so consumed with negative, negative. Oh, church fail, Carl Lentz. Ah, oh, Rabbi Zacharias. The, the earth is burning. Uh, Christian church is all bad. Ah, yeah, yeah, no. There's tons of people that are amazing. My pastor, Roger Archer, he's incredible. 
led a led a ministry here at the church, built the church for 20 years. Um, he's not perfect, but he remains transparent. He remains holy. And because of that, man, that's a guy that's worth celebrating. So there's tons of pastors in the world that are worth celebrating, guys. And um, if you're caught in the web of hurt of, man, I don't know who I can trust, uh, you, there's somebody out there that you can trust, I promise you. All this Rabbi Zacharias crap and Carl Lentz crap and Matt Chandler stepping down, all this stupid stuff should not distract you from the fact that our God is holy, our God is amazing. The church as it's intended is incredible and it's worth being a part of. So that's what I got for you guys today on Friday's Roundup. Again, there's only two today just because I have been putting a lot more attention towards um, other things, but I'm going to get on a consistent schedule here too. I, I've been traveling. I traveled last week. I travel this week. So I'm just trying to play catch up with you. Um, and that's just me being honest. You know, I don't have editors. I don't have people that are helping me with my content. This is all me and I edit everything and I do everything. So it just takes a lot of time sometimes. So thank you for being patient and being willing to work uh, with me, but I promise promise that that schedule that's coming up, it's going to be awesome. We're going to have YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, um, podcast all on lock here soon. So um, thank you guys. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure that you set those appointments below if that's of any interest to you. I would love to chat with you guys. Message me and follow me on Instagram at Spencer Knock and let's have a conversation. But until then, uh, have a great week and uh, I hope that you tune in next time on The Future Is Now.